Ayin Amud Beis, about halfway down at the two dots there. The Mishnah had said, Ganavu Machar B'Shabes, that was one of the eight cases where the person would be chayiv. I guess even though he, the sale took place on Saturday morning, he'd be chayiv four or five times. Vatanya, there was another Brisa, though, that said in that exact same case, he would be putter from the Arba Chamisha. You'd only have to pay the Kefel. Well, what's the, uh, how do we understand this? So uh, the first two approaches are only Barchama. Rabbi Barakham explains that when it said putter, it's, here's what happened. The guy stole uh, somebody's sheep on Thursday and wants to sell it on Saturday morning to know, his neighbor. And his neighbor owns some fig trees. And his neighbor tells him, So pick, you know, 173 figs or whatever it is from my fig tree, which of course on Saturday morning is an Israel. And I will hereby acquire uh, the thing that you want to sell me. That happens to be stolen. Okay. The Gemara questions this approach, though. Amri. Kevan de kaman bedina. Since if you have the owner of the figs who is going to bring a court case against the, if he wants to, for whatever reason, against the fellow who is picking the figs, um, are we going to deal with that court case? I told him to pick the figs as a payment for the stolen thing, and this was Saturday morning. No, no, no. Lo amrinan lay zil shlim. We're not going to say the other party, okay, now you have to go pay him back. Demichai benafshai, who what he was doing was something, was an Raisa. You can't pick figs on Saturday morning. Ha, if that's the case, then mechira nami, lav mechirahi. Then it takes out of the realm of al mechira. Val mechira is something you're allowed to do. You can't do a, a mechira if, we're not even, if the court is not even going to back up what the deal was. In which case, it never was a mechira. So, like, of course, you wouldn't be chayev four or five times. Ella amara papa. We squiggle under the ella. We had circled our papa. Our papa is the second approach. Trying to clarify. Again, if we just had the Mishnah that said, Gano Macha B'Shabbos, he has to pay Chayev Arba V'chamisha, fine. But what do we do with this Bryce that says Pater? So where do we have a case where it would be Pater? Well, Be'oimer Loi. It's where the one who is acquiring the stolen, and let's call it a, a stolen uh, Rolex uh, watch, or even better, a stolen sheep, because we're going to want to get a four or five time payment. And he says to him, the reason I prefer to say watch and not a sheep, he says... Uh, you know what? Throw that stolen thing over to me into my chutzer. It's a lot easier if it's chuck the watch to me as opposed to chuck the sheep or the certainly the cow. I don't know if I say the cow, but zroik secha lechatzeri. Throw the thing that you stole into my chutzer. Vetiknili secha. Which, by the way, me throwing from the rishus rabim into your chutzer on a Saturday morning is also an issur daraisa. This issur daraisa of either uh, probably be hachnasa. Right, taking something, zayrik it into somebody else's chutzur. That's the issue. That's why it would be a pitur. Now, almost parenthetically, let's actually put this in brackets. From before the word keman, and then count down one, two, three, four lines. Close the brackets right before rava. I'm going to have a uh, four-line sort of little side point. And the reason why I'm putting it in brackets is because right after the brackets, we have rava. And I circled Rava's name. Now, he did not put a number three in the margin because Rava's not going to be a third approach, but he's definitely going to be an approach. Okay, so parenthetically, the Gemara suggests now, according to what Rapapa just explained it, that what's happening is the Kona is saying, throw that, I guess it's ostensibly the sheep, into my chutzr and I'll acquire it that way. Well, come on. Um, who would that be like? This is a big sugi in Masech Shabbos. How do you view 
something that's contained in my airspace but that has not yet come to rest. Let's say I'm, in the, I'm, a, I'm a newspaper delivery boy. And I'm doing my rounds on Saturday morning, delivering the Saturday morning newspaper. And I throw from Rosh Hashanah into uh, your um, private uh, uh, front yard. That's a Isidoraisa, as I'm doing a Zrika from the Rosh Hashanah into a Rosh Hashanah. At what moment in time, if we wanted to press like pause on the replay video, is it that that Chiyuv Shabbos comes in? Is it when I throw it and it's now in the airspace of your uh, of your garden, or when it actually lands, do we say kluta that if it's contained in the airspace, it's as though it actually came to rest, or does it actually have to come to rest? That's what we're going to clarify. So the Gemara now wants to suggest who should we say this is like? Like Rabbi Akiva, who's of the opinion kluta, something that's contained in the airspace, of some other thing, specifically like for Hilchas Shabbos. We also have this for Hilchas Gitin. Man has to throw a get to his wife. Kemi shahun chadamya. It's as though it has come to rest. That's what it's going to have to be like. In other words, as soon as it enters the airspace, it's as though it came to rest. Which means there's two things going on over here. There's going to be the mechira, which is being chal, and the iser Shabbos, which is taking place. And we say if they take place at the same time, well, the iser Shabbos, since that's like a death penalty issue, um, pushes off the mechira. Why can it only be Rabbi Kiva? Because the Ike Rabbanon, I know in the Rabbanon, Kevan de Matya, Lechatzer Beisai, the way the Rabbanan look at it is that as far as acquiring something, once it's within the airspace of your Chatzar Kana, however, there it's only, I don't know, three, four seconds later when it actually comes to rest on the ground. So should we then say that this is only according to Rabbi Akiva? Because only according to Rabbi Akiva do you get the two happening simultaneously, the acquisition of the item and the moment when the person has been Chal Shabbos. No, we don't have to say that. It could very well be. Be'oimer, we're the one who is acquiring, I guess this stolen sheep, says, It makes a special condition that, like, normally I would acquire it only when it comes to my airspace. I want it to uh, be acquired only when it actually lands in my chatzah, so they would both be happening at the same time. You can see this is all a side point because Rava comes right in. We had two opinions on this issue. We had Rabbi Barchama, who we then rejected, and we had Rav Papa. Rava wants to reinstate like what Rami Barhama said. And he's going to explain how, because when Rami Barhama said what he said, we, we rejected it. We said, well, since it like, took a, a, a court case, that the courts won't deal with it, it's not a good mechira, says Rava, Rava Marla Karami Barhama. And here's another case. This thing seems to come up uh, once every uh, 50 to 100 daf. The old Esnan, that is... Um, Payment to a uh, zona for her services rendered. If it happens to be, let's say, a sheep. So a uh, man makes the deal with a woman, she'll render her services, he'll give her a sheep. That's known as an esnan, and that you don't bring into the base of Migdash as a carbon. Esnan asra taira. And here we're going to get a little bit um, more devious. Um, even if the gentleman who received services, the services received were from his mother. Now, those services rendered are, that's an Isidarai, so that's something that a person could be Misa for. So his mother is a Zaina, and he's giving her a sheep in payment for her services rendered. Now, what happens if, boy, you think the Dayanim have heard everything. So the Dayanim have a court case, and the mom comes and says, listen, he owes me a sheep, he's not paying up, and then... They ask for the details, and boy, they start to ask for the details about it. V'itavah, if she sues her son in court, tavale come on bedina, 
Are we going to tell the son, like, yo, your mom, the sheep? Me, I'm reading, like, we tell the son, kum, havla, eslan. Like, you got to pay up that eslan. No, we're not going to say that. <laughs> Even in that case, where the mother comes and brings the case to court, to kavale bedina, lo, I'm reading, like, we're not going to tell the son, zil, havla. However, all that being said, let's say he did pay up the sheep. Is it an esnan? It is an esnan. And if the mother wanted to come to the base of English and use it as a korban, we'd say, uh, eh, get another sheep. We're not going to accept that one. Hachanami, so too over here. Even though, when it comes to the fact of tashlumen, this was the Rami Barchama example, where the guy said that um, you uh, pick some figs for yourself, and through the picking of your figs, uh, that'll be your payment for this uh, sheep that you stole. So let's say they show up in court, and he wants to get his payment for the stolen thing that he tried to sell on Shabbos. Even with all that, that the courts won't enforce it. If he did pay it, Havya Mechira, says Rashi on the top line, and with this we'll hold it here for today. Afilu Hachi, Kiyo when he does give it to him, it's Chal, the Tala Iser Esnan, or the Tla of the Iser Esnan, Hacha Nami, so too over here, it's the exact same thing, that when he does give it, it would be considered a good giving. Adkan.